are welcome to Faith to Faith broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor T.B. Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. to God hallelujah I am excited about tonight oh the power of God is so strong in this place tonight amen so strong tonight I am here on a special assignment tonight and um, we'll just do what we have been told to do Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 1. From verse 1 through to 4, the scriptures clearly talk about Jesus and the place of angels. Hallelujah. He said, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners speak in time pass unto the fathers by the prophets. That means that God at different times and in different ways spoke to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, spoke to the children of Israel through prophets. Verse 2 says, He has in these last days spoken unto us by His Son, Hallelujah, whom He had appointed heir of all things, by whom also He made the worlds. Now, um, verse 3 and 4, He now establishes something. Still talking about Jesus. Who being the brightness of the Father's glory and the express image of His person, and upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself poured our sins, sat down on the right hand of majesty on high. Being made so much better, hallelujah, so look at it, than the angels, amen. Are we together? As he had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Now when you study the scriptures in Hebrews chapter 1, you find that there was something in the mind of the author or something in the mind of the Holy Spirit concerning the book of Hebrews. First of all, because it was written to the Hebrews and the, the Jewish people believe in the ministry of angels. Hallelujah. So tonight I'm going to be sharing with you your harvest and the ministry of angels. The Jewish people understand the ministry of angels. As a matter of fact, most of all that has become Judaism, they got from visions and visitations of angels. Are you understanding me? Now, so the writer in Hebrews was trying to establish that Jesus is superior to these angels that you have so believed in. Amen. The Lord told me thousands of angels will be here tonight. And they are here. Hallelujah. So, He said, being made so much better than the angels, He had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Now, it is important in the New Testament to establish the superiority of Jesus over angels. Amen. But most of the time, um, a lot of believers in the New Testament are not so conscious of the ministry of angels. Hallelujah. But your story this year will be different. Hallelujah. Because when someone has that consciousness 
of the ministry of angels, the supernatural becomes a daily experience. Are you listening to me? The supernatural becomes a daily experience. Hallelujah. So, let me show you what your experience will be this year. In Genesis 32, I'm going to come back here. In Genesis 32 verse 1, look at what happened to Jacob. The Bible told us in Genesis 32 1, And Jacob went on his way. I want you to see yourself as that Jacob. Amen. And I don't know what your name is. Call your name. Amen. You say, and, 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 call your name. And the angels of God met him. Glory to God. The Bible says, and the angels of God met him. Verse 2. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place, Mahanaim. Now listen to me, meaning that that encounter was something that he never forgot. Tonight, you will remember this encounter. And you will look back and see that this year you will enjoy the ministry of angels this year. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So Jacob went on his way and the angels of God met him. And your own story also is the same. You are on your way. And on the fifth day, hallelujah, of days of change, the angel of God met you. The angels of God met you. Hallelujah. So back to Hebrews 1. Then scriptures in Hebrews 1 started explaining to us. He said, to which of the angels did God at any time say, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool? He said, no, he never said that to them. Glory to God. Meaning that the authority that, see, the authority, angels have some power. Angels are mighty. Angels are stronger than man. Physically, alright? But he was trying to establish the fact that they are subject to Jesus. Amen. And never in scripture did God permit men to worship angels. Amen. Now I need to start here because by the time we enter the flow, alright, okay, so let me just establish these things. Now, never in scripture were men encouraged or instructed to worship angels. So Hebrews 1 established that fact because the Jewish people really, really have a reverence for angelic visitations. Most of the time they were, if, if, they, they believed that if they ever saw God, they were going to die. And so God used to send angels to them. And even when the angels appear, they were afraid to receive those angels. If you read through scriptures, you'll find that apart from man, apart from the Godhead, there are spirits, demonic spirits, and there are angelic beings. Amen. Are we together? Now, you know, when we talk about angels most of the time, people just always picture um, beings that have wings. If you study scripture carefully, apart from the special category referred to as the cherubims or the seraphims, um, they are not really said to have wings. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Am I communicating? But... In the New Testament, you know, some people think that the angels, the role of angels only applies to the Old Testament. No. The role of angels, see, the angels are like what you call heavenly assistants. Glory to God. In the kingdom of God, all the things that happen on earth are as a result of angelic activity. Are you understanding me? Now, when you understand that, you understand that even the words you speak... What makes those words come to pass is that angels go forth to execute those words. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? So, throughout Hebrews 1, it was trying to establish the fact that angels are important. But listen to me, Jesus Christ is the message that God brought to the world. Amen. So we get to verse 14. And I'll just pick out that verse of scripture and we'll kick off from there. Then he said, who are these angels? He said, are they not all? Now, you know, all of the angels, not some, all of them are ministering spirits. Hallelujah. 
Now, ministering spirits means that they are spirits created for the purpose of serving. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? It didn't say some are ministering spirits, some are so, so, and so. No, it said, are they not all ministering spirits? Now, send forth to do what? To minister for. For them. Not just minister to us. No. To minister for us. Are you listening to me? If they are to minister for us, that means that it is what we need them to do that they will carry out. Hallelujah. So they are sent forth to minister for us. Now, he said, for us who shall be heirs of salvation. Now, he was talking like those that will be heirs of salvation. Are you an heir of salvation? Okay, let's look at Galatians 3.29. Then we'll come back here. Hallelujah. We'll just take it as the is it Italian now um, the Latin we say poco a poco. Amen. Glory to God. Alright? If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs. You see that? According to the promise. So we are heirs. We are the ones that inherited this thing. Glory to God. In Hebrews 1.14, the scripture is telling us that the angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for us who are heirs of salvation. So the moment you get born again, you have a right to enjoy the ministry of angels. Say amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, all through scripture you see angels bringing messages to men. You know, and the Lord instructed me tonight to minister specifically to those that believe in God for the fruit of the womb. Amen. And uh, listen to me. Something powerful will break forth in our midst tonight. And if you're believing God for a child, tonight is your last bus stop. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So, you see angels coming with messages. And they deliver their message and they leave. And you see angels helping men. Sometimes men saw them. Sometimes they did not see them. Glory to God. Am I complicated? But understand something here. If we don't teach this. You will be living below the expectation of God concerning you and angels. Amen. But teaching this is to bring you to a place where you understand that, hey, you have beings around you that are always willing to go on assignments for you. But they will not move until you do something. In Psalm 103, verse 20 and 21, I will kick off from there. It says, it says bless ye. Alright? Go there. Bless the Lord, ye his angels. They excel in strength. Excel in strength means that they are really, really strong. Hallelujah. They strength in might. And I don't say they sell in might. That do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. That means that any time God's word is spoken, it must not be that God said it. If someone else says it, what they are listening to is the voice of the word. Amen. So they hearken to the voice of the word of God. Now, whenever you speak forth God's word, the angels execute. Give me verse 21. It says, Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. That means the job of angels around you is to do the pleasure of the Father concerning you. Glory to God. But they hearken unto the voice of his word. They hearken unto the voice of his word. They hearken unto what? The voice of his word. That means that whenever you speak forth God's word, the angels execute it. Praise God. Men and women that have understood the place of words benefit more from the ministry of angels than those that don't know it. Amen. Glory to God. You know, when you look through scriptures, you know, people believe that, you know, angels do whatever they are to, um, they, they act on their own. No, angels don't act on their own. They don't act on their own. See, I'll show you in scripture how men made a demand, hallelujah, on angelic activity and there was a response. Glory to God. And how you also in this year will make a demand. Glory to God. 
And you begin to see things around you changing like never before. Glory to God. Now, you read about, back to the story of Jacob. Jacob, the Bible said, um, he met, angels met him on the way. And then, he said, this is God's host. That means there were more than one. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? He said, this is God's host. And he named that place. Now, but let me say something to you. Before Jacob had that experience, something happened to him. And if you look through the Bible, you will see, in most cases of men and women that had significant stories, they all had angelic ministry attending to them. Hallelujah. If you look at the life of Abraham, he had visitation of angels. Glory to God. When you study the scriptures, the Bible told us that Abraham one day, I think it was in Genesis 18, he came out at the front of his door and was looking at the plains of Mamre. He saw three men because they looked like men. Now, in Hebrews, we were already told that, hey, hey, let brotherly love continue because some have entertained angels unawares. That means that angels sometimes can show up like a normal man. Hallelujah. In, in Port Harcourt City. Amen. Glory to God. This year, the visitations you are having, hallelujah, those things that you expect, those things that, that will define you, amen, it will just come just like that. Because of those kind of visitations. Glory to God. And then they were discussing, they said, Sarah shall have a child by, at the time of life. Even Sarah laughed. Now, when you read down the scriptures, you find that three people to Abraham, they look, if he would have taken a picture with them. Are you understanding? Three men. But out of the three, one was God Himself. And two were angels. Glory to God. That's not the first time God has appeared like a man. God has not stopped appearing like man. Get this revelation in your spirit. Till today, he has not stopped appearing as man. In the case of Joshua, it was Joshua 5. The Bible says that Joshua, you know, they were preparing to take over Jericho. While they were gathering at that place, a man appeared. Joshua saw him with his sword. He walked up to him. and said, are you for us or against us? <laughs> I cannot be for you. You understand that? You are the one that is for me. He said, as captain of the Lord's host. Now, when you hear that captain of the Lord's host, it's not an angel. It's not an angel. It's the Lord himself. As captain of the Lord's host, am I come? The moment he heard it, Joshua being a man of revelation, prostrated. Angels don't accept worship. For the fact that he accepted worship meant that he was God. Are we together? There are times in scripture where God himself was referred to as angel. But it was God. Are you understanding me? For example, in Exodus 23, God told them, Hey, 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 this angel that will escort you, obey his voice, do not transgress his commandments. Or tell of Israel. Eh? And if you read Exodus 23, he led them, glory to God, and brought them into the place that God has ordained. That was not just an angel. But let's get back to what we're talking about. Hallelujah. Most Bible characters, whether Abraham, you will see that he had angelic encounters. Then the three angels, God and the other two angels, sorry, left. The Bible says, while Abraham was still talking with God. The other two angels left. It was in that discussion that Abraham began to pray. And said, Lord Sodom and Gomorrah, if there are ten, ten righteous men. Are you understanding me? Will you still, that, that prayer, alright? It was Genesis 18. It was when that one person out of the three he was talking to. The other two went to Sodom. So in Genesis 19, you will now see the Bible says, and two angels entered Sodom. But when they came, there were three. Amen. Amen. So the two that entered Sodom went to help Lot out. Glory to God. So even Lot had angelic activity. Amen. He saw them. Amen. He opened his door and welcomed them in. They were not humans. They were angels. Glory to God. You go down and down. You meet Jacob. Jacob also had angelic experiences. Glory to God. The Bible told us that Jacob went to a place. 
And then he went down there and he slept. I believe it was Genesis 26, 28 or so. He slept. And then he had a dream. But you know, before he had that dream, I want to just explain something to you. The Bible says that Isaac, Jacob's father had blessed him. When he blessed him, it was after that he went to that place and slept. And then he saw a ladder reaching into heaven. And God was standing at the end of the ladder. Hallelujah. And angels were ascending and descending. This experience only happens when the portals of the Spirit have opened to you. By the blessing of God tonight, the portals of the Spirit will open to you. An angelic activity, there will be ascending and descending of angels upon your house, upon your life, upon your business. Let me show you one scripture. In John 1.54, Jesus was talking about this experience. Because even Jesus understood that without this portal of the Spirit open to you, your life will never be supernatural. In John 1, verse 51, go there quickly. It tells us, now Jesus was speaking to Nathaniel or thereabout. He said, and he said unto him, Very, very, I say unto you, hereafter, Jesus was once speaking. That means he had this experience. Ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God, what? Ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Amen. So all through the ministry of Jesus, he enjoyed angelic activity. Are you understanding me? The reason why there were multitudes in the ministry of Jesus was because he had angelic activity. Are you understanding me? So angels were what? Ascending and descending upon him. It was the same experience Jacob had where he said he saw a ladder up to heaven and angels were ascending and descending. And it's the same experience John, I don't know what your name is here. I don't, it's the experience you are having in this meeting. And that's why God brought you to this meeting. Hallelujah. Alright, so that the portals of the Spirit will open to you and you have angels ascending and descending. Not one angel, angels. Angels. Everybody say angels. angels. Listen, Jesus made a statement in Matthew 26, verse 53. Jesus said, you know, when they were about to crucify him, you know, um, there was a, a little situation and uh, the, the case where Peter um, wanted to fight, you know. Jesus said, relax. Let me show you something Jesus said. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my father? And he shall presently, that's right now, give me what? More than 12 legions of angels. That means that you can pray and make a demand for angels. He said, can't I now? Do you know what 12 legions are? In the Roman army, a legion is made up of between 5,000 and 6,000 angels. One legion. Hallelujah. So if he said 12 legions, he was talking about 60,000 up to 72,000 angels. Are you understanding me? Just, he said, can't I just call for 12 legions? The angels, you know, let me say this to you. I want to say this with all... When someone is born, I won't have the time to prove it to you in scripture, right? People have angels. Hallelujah. Jesus made that statement. You know when they were driving the children from him? He said, no, allow them. Don't you know that the angels meet me? Jesus made that statement. That means children have angels. Hallelujah. Now, we all know or heard about your personal angel. But the idea people always have is that there is only one angel that just escorting you. is even tired. You understand? No, no. You are just escorting you. One angel just got. That's not scriptural. No. 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 It is... A host of angels. Glory to God. You know, the Jews will believe in having a personal angel. They believe that. And they also believe that your angel looks like you. They believe that. It's true. They believe that. Let me okay, prove. I prove to you. When Peter was arrested and he was in prison, then the angels came and released him. Peter now came to the house of uh, Rhoda. Uh, the house of um, where they were praying and met a little girl called Rhoda. He was knocking on the door. The little girl saw him. I ran to tell them that I saw Peter outside. He has been released from prison. They say it's not him. It's his angel. You remember that story? But what I'm bringing you into, glory to God, you have already entered. You have already entered. The angels that came for this meeting tonight, they are positioned to escort some people home. 
and be with them throughout this year. Hallelujah. And be with them for the rest of the year. <laughs> hey. Glory, glory, hallelujah. So when we talk about angels, I'm not talking about one or two or three. It's a host of angels. A host of angels. Just as in an army they have battalions, groups, you know, angels also have, they are in groups. Amen. You know when Elijah was to be caught up to be with the Lord? And then he told Elisha, if you see me, eh, you will have what you desire. If you study scriptures carefully, the Bible says that there were chariots. Listen to this thing I want to say to you now. Suddenly, there were chariots of fire eh, and horsemen. And then, you know, some people think that the chariots, listen to me carefully. Some people think that it's the chariots that took Elijah to heaven. No. It was the whirlwind that took him. The chariots separated Elisha from Elijah. So that Elisha will not hold him. Amen. So the chariots separated Elisha from Elijah. A whirlwind that took Elijah away. So Elisha shouted, My father, my father. The chariots of Israel and the horsemen there of me, I saw it. I saw it. Huh? Now, that chariot was what was attending to Elijah on earth. When Elijah left, there was a change of God to Elisha. That's why, when Elisha was with his servant in the house, and the servant was clean and opened the window and saw soldiers surrounding the place. Elisha said, relax. The chariots did not go. <laughs> they that are with us, and they are more than they that are with them. They didn't go. Glory to God. Because he had seen them. Glory to God. They said, open his eyes, let him also see them. Tonight, chariots are landing in your own domain. Hallelujah. Let me explain to you. Let me explain to you. The language of chariots is not, is not just a language of scripture. Are you understanding me? Let me show you something. So you understand this. Let's look at Psalm 68 verse 17. You understand? A chariot is made up of how many angels? You will see it now. In Psalm 68 verse 17. It tells you. Every standard chariot of heaven. It says the chariots of God are 20,000. Even thousands of angels. The Lord is among them. Just as it was in Sinai in the holy place. That means that when you hear chariots, 20,000 angels. So the Bible said, Elisha, there were chariots. Are you understanding me? Chariots. Tonight there are chariots in this place. <laughs> Packed all around. Down, 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 down. All over the place. Chariots. Glory to God. Ready for battle. Ready to be mobilized. Some are going to Borukri tonight. Some are going to GRA. Some are going to... Are you understanding me? Some are going to your office tonight. Some are going to a village. Amen. But by the word of command, they will dispatch and they begin to move. Le patoto, ekete, parunde brende barosa pa, le fumbarana askapa, le mende broso pataya. Oh, glory to God, glory to God. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hi. So you see that every several Bible characters, whether it was Abraham, you will see that at one point or the other, they had angelic activity. Peter had angelic activity. Remember the story, he was in prison. Alright? And while he was in prison, an angel came. The Bible said he was bound with two chains. When the angel showed up, the Bible said the angel, he was sleeping. Smote him by the side. Wake up. Get off your loin. Stand up. The chains fell from his hands. 
Kai. <laughs> when angels show up, deliverance has come. The chains fell. There were two gates. The angel said, follow me. Do you know that Peter thought he was dreaming? That's how this year, the way angels will manifest in your life, it will be like you were dreaming. And then, they escorted him past the first gate. The gate, the Bible said, the gate opened of his own accord. They got to the second one, it opened of his own accord. Until he got into the main street, then the angel disappeared. <laughs> Such a deliverance. Glory to God. Such a mighty deliverance. When angels showed up. <laughs> then imagine when you know that everywhere you go, they are with you. Glory to God. That everywhere you go, they are with you. That when you speak the word of God, they will hear the voice of God's word. And they will ask. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? Listen. Psalm 104, you find that also in Hebrews 1. Um, it was Psalm 104, I think verse 4. It was talking about, he said, He maketh his angels spirits. And his ministers, what? A flame of fire. But I want to read something to you before we get here. Let's look at verse 3. Um, for sake of time, I won't start from one, but it's all together. He said, Who laid the beams of his chambers in the waters? Talking about God. Who maketh the clouds his chariots? Who walketh upon the wings of the wind? Now, that word translated, go back, three. Wind. Alright? Wind. Hold that in your mind. Wind. Okay? Go to the next verse. Four. It's the same word translated as spirits after angel. Amen. So, if, if, if the, 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 uh, the, the translators had to use the word spirits. But it were read like this. Who maketh his angels wings? His ministers a flame of fire. Meaning that the scripture is saying that the angels function the way the wind functions. <laughs> Are you understanding me? Listen to me. When it comes to angelic activity, you cannot match their speed. In Judges chapter 13, the parents of Samson were believing God for a child. And then one day, an angel came. Oh, I love that scripture. For me, in all the studies of angels, that's the, one of the longest conversations they had with angels was in Judges 13. And then the angel came to um, the wife of uh, um, Samson's mother now. And then started conversing with her. And then he left. So the wife came and told her husband, an angel came to me and said so, so and so. And then I said, what's the name of the angel? He said, I did not ask him. Where did he come from? I, said, ah. you know, just like I said, this kind of wife, you don't, I don't know why women, you will not even think. How will a man come here? You will not ask him where he's coming from. You will not ask him his name. Judges 13, 8. Give me verse 8. Then Manoah, that's the name of the man, entreated the Lord as he prayed and said, Oh my Lord, let the man of God which thou didst send come again. That means a man can pray and make a demand on angelic activity. Let him come. He said, the man of God, they called him man of God. It was Angelo. Man of God which thou send come again unto us and teach us what we shall do unto the child that shall be born. Next verse. And God what? Read it clearly. Want to go? And God hearkened to the voice of Manoah, and the angel of God came again unto the woman. <laughs> Lift your right hand and say in the name of Jesus. I welcome angelic activity into my life in this year. I welcome angelic activity into my finances. In this year, I welcome angelic activity into my business this year. Amen. Glory to God. And the angel of God came again unto the woman as she sat in the field. But Manoah, her husband, was not with her. 
You know, when I said, why? You know, the angel was very strict on the other thing. It is the woman. The message for the woman. But the man asked for, to come. So he came again to the woman. Amen. So the woman said, angel, wait up. <laughs> she ran. <laughs> angel did not go. Look at next verse. Next verse. And the woman made haste and ran. And saw the husband and said unto, her, unto him, Behold, the man had appeared unto me that came unto me the other day. Next verse. And Manoah arose and went after his wife and came to the man. That means that he did not even move from the place. The angel did not move from where he came to. Sick protocol. He just stood there. The woman ran, called her husband. The husband came and met him. And said unto him, I'll doubt the man, and I want you to listen to this conversation. Yeah, this is what we're going to do. I'll doubt the man that speaks unto the woman, and he said, I am. Thank you, Lord. And Manoah said, Now, let thy words come to pass. How shall we order the child? How shall we do unto him? And the angel of the Lord said, Manoah, of all that I said unto the woman, let her beware. She may not eat of anything that cometh of the vine, neither let her drink wine or strong drink, nor eat any unclean thing. All that I commanded her, let, I commanded her, let her observe. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, I pray thee, let us detain thee. <laughs> until, until we shall have made ready a kid for thee. Right, as a kid, as a sacrifice, alright? Alright, a lamb for thee. And the angel said unto him, no, no, though thou detain me, I will not eat of your bread. <laughs> if thou wilt offer a burnt offering, thou must offer it unto the Lord. Are you understanding me? If you are going to offer an offering, it must be to the Lord. For Manoah knew not that he was an angel of the Lord. That means he looked like a man to him. <laughs> Next verse. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, What is your name? That's the Wahala now. He said, That when thy sayings come to pass, we may do thee honor. Next verse. And the angel of God said unto him, Why accept thou thus after my name, seeing it is secret? I'll stop there for a moment. Now, all through scripture, from Genesis to Revelation, there are only four angelic beings that their names were ever revealed. Two are of evil. Two are good. Lucifer. Apollyon or Abaddon in Revelations. Then on the good side, Gabriel and Michael. No other angel's name was ever revealed. So as angels operate, you don't need to know their names. They carry upon them the name of Christ. Are you understanding me? So it says, seeing that it is secret. Next verse. So Manoah, listen, took a kid with a meat offering. I want to show you something. And offered it upon a rock unto the Lord. And the angel did. Now, that when I say angel did wondrously. It means that the angel performed the miracle. Huh? And Manoah and his wife looked on. Look at what happened. Watch. And it came to pass that when the flame went up toward heaven from off the altar, that the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. And Manoah and his wife looked on it and fell on their faces to the ground. That's when they knew it was an angel. Listen to what I want to say to you. When we give offerings, it's the angels that carry the substance of our sacrifice. To the presence of the Father. The substance is not the physicality you give. Are you understanding me? That is the shell. Amen. Are you, let's not go there. Alright. Are we together tonight? Hmm. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. I have like 25 more scriptures. But, but let's do it this way. Since it's not a seminar. There's one thing I want to release now. It is the fact that when it comes to... Thank you, Father. 
Let me share this testimony. The Lord didn't permit me to share any personal testimony of mine today. That's why I'm not sharing any. Alright? Well, let me share a testimony. A lady, a, a, a lady minister was speaking in a city somewhere in California. And then while she was sharing, she started talking along these lines of God doing supernatural things, angels visiting people and all that and all that. And that particular church, you know, had some difficulties. So the lady prophesied to them and said that, right now, I'm dispatching angels to go and make all the problems that you have to be solved. And then the church had a land issue. And then she said, they will even go ahead and re- unlock the land to you. So the man said, I've never heard that kind of thing before. He said, you don't have to do anything about it. That's just what I'm telling you. So he traveled to another city, the pastor of that church. While he was in his hotel room, he was just praying. And when he turned, he saw two angels in his hotel room. They were with a sword, like they just came from battle. Then they came to announce to him that the land has been released to you. Ah. You know? So, he started celebrating. By the time he returned to um, his base, back to his church, someone had offered to give them 900 acres of land. Now, they were supposed to pay $300,000 as a down payment, something like that, urgent money. Two people came, not knowing, dropped two checks that equaled $300,000. Now, what happened to that pastor? Well, he understood that when the woman came into their church, she brought him into the ministry of angels. And that's why tonight, this thing that is happening here is to bring you, hallelujah, into a benefit of salvation, which is the ministry of angels. We're not through. Just sit. The thing about spiritual things is that if you are not made to be aware of them, you don't experience them. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? That's what Paul was writing to them in 1 Corinthians 12. He said, look, concerning spiritual things, brethren, I will not have you to be ignorant. Because being ignorant means that you will not partake. Concerning the spiritual. You know, we always quote it like concerning spiritual gifts. It's King James. The word gifts is in italics. It was not gifts. It was concerning spiritual. The original Greek is concerning pneumaticus. Concerning spiritual affairs. Don't be ignorant. So tonight, what I'm doing for you is bringing you to the knowledge of pneumaticus. Which is the department of angels. Are you understanding me? So that you will not be ignorant of these things. And then you will start seeing them operating in your life regularly. (laughs) Sometimes when you say in the name of Jesus, that project that is going on, I dispatch angels to assist in that project in the name of Jesus. The project will work faster. Are you understanding me? There are certain things that belong to you. That you will say in the name of Jesus, let the angels unlock those things now. It will unlock them. And they will come to you. Watch. This night, there will be multitude of testimonies for everyone's life. You go for meetings, you have one testimony too. Here, there will be multitude of testimonies for one individual. Just to make you understand that tonight you encountered the ministry of angels. In Genesis 24, see, Abraham understood the ministry of angels. It was not just that, oh, he saw, and after he saw the angels in Genesis 18, in Genesis 24, when he got to a time for his son to marry, you know what he told his servant? He said, come, angels will go ahead of you and release your spouse. <laughs> Give me Genesis 24 verse 7. Let me show you something. He said, The Lord God of heaven, Abraham was talking to his servant, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, which spake unto me and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. Did he take a wife? Okay. That means that angels can go before you. For those of you believing God for a husband, He has sent His angels ahead of you. He will carry the man by hand and bring him to you. 
Those of you believing God for a wife, in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare that angels of God are sent forth on your behalf. And they are releasing that man and bringing that man to you. In the name of Jesus. This was what Isaiah understood when he was prophesying and said, The Lord will go before thee and make the crooked path straight. How he goes before you is by sending angels ahead of you. Right now, in the Lord has gone before you in February. We have set angels position ahead of you. Listen, there's something about angels. Angels, they can position themselves in future. Are you understanding me? Past, present, everything. You know, the angels are not confined to time. Are you understanding me? So right now, the Lord is sending His angels ahead into the month of February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. To make the crooked places straight. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Hey They go ahead of you. Praise God. And you know, give me, I think verse 40 of that Genesis 24. Let me just check something. Verse 40. Let me just be sure of something. Okay, it's not. Okay, yeah. And he said unto me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with thee and prosper thy way. And thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred and my father's house. That means that when angels go with you, they prosper your way. Your way this year is prosperous. Don't you remember Psalm 91? Psalm 91. Let's look at maybe verse 11. Glory to God. Let's just look at verse 11 and 12. We're going to read it together. This is your experience with angels. For he shall give his angels charge over who? Hold on, hold on. We run, we rush this scripture too much. Listen to the scripture. To keep thee in all your ways means to keep you in your business. To keep you in your marriage. To keep you in your... Are you understanding me? To keep you in your family. In all your ways. In all your ways. Right now. By the power of God's Spirit. Angels are taking charge of all your ways. All your ways. All your ways. Le paranda akete sataya. Lo pande ekleto sataya. Le mende broso bandu kletoso pataya. Le lelese pratoso bradasha. Lolo zuke tatoso branda ashka prate. Mende brondo breske patoza ataaya. Lelese patoso roso prataya. Lapa ande ekletese parada. Give me verse 12. Give me verse 12. These angels will bear you up in their hands. This year, they are bearing you up in their hands. You will not dash your foot against a stool. La <laughs> Are you getting the picture? Now, we're going to do two things. The first thing we're going to do, alright, is according to Matthew 26.53 We also saw what Manoah did by praying. You are going to say, Lord Go there. Say, thinkest that I cannot pray to my father and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels. Alright? So you are going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus I ask for angels to Now, I don't know what projects you are working on this year. I don't know what matters Listen, oh, I agree. A man said something that touched me, a great man of God. He said that based on the number of angels that Revelation talks about, even if 4 billion people on earth are saved, eh, God can apportion 20,000 angels to each of the 4 billion people and angels will still be remaining. So, 
You are asking. But let me give you a deeper insight. Jesus made a statement. So listen to me carefully now because of what you want to pray. Go to John 1, then we'll come back here. John 1. Jesus made a statement. He said 51. John 1, 51. And he said unto him, Verily, verily, I said unto you, Hereafter you shall see the heaven open. And the angels are said and descending. So I want you to pray a prayer. I say, Lord, concerning angelic activity, let the heavens open to me this year. And I demand that angels begin to attend to my shop, to my relation. I don't know, you now declare that, alright? Then when we finish that prayer, we'll enter the next floor. Alright? So you just do it in two minutes or so. Okay? It's what you ask for that you will have. Amen. Open your mouth right now and just talk to God this evening. And just talk to God this evening. Let the portals of the Spirit be open to me concerning angelic activity. And henceforth, henceforth, I assign in the name of Jesus Christ. We begin to apportion them. Going forth to attend to this and attend to that and attend to that. And attend to that. Leske Pratosha, Ande Leske Pratosha, Landa Laba Shatalaba, Alada, Alala, La Soloboso, Oroske. Thank you, Lord, 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 Ah Shalabasha, Atalarasha. Oh Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith to faith online dot org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the best in our day around the world.